From architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater, Radio 111 presents Bonnie G and Brian Mendoza with The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie and Brian. And welcome to The Desert Scene. I'm Bonnie G here with my wonderful producer, Brian Mendoza. And we're really happy to welcome today Jason Graw, who is doing, it's uh, another wonderful performer doing a great show at CV Rep on Thursday, July 28th. Hi, Jason. How are you? Good, Bonnie. How are you doing? Good, good, good. So this looks so exciting. Uh, it's uh, Jason Graw, Graw Matter is the name of your show. I'm reading your, looking at your bio here. Um, so you are from Chicago, Illinois, and um, started out playing the oboe, but kind of ended up taking a different path. So tell us that. that that's a great story. Tell us about that. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm always happy to talk about my oboe. Um, <laughs> I, I started out as an oboe player, and uh, I loved it. I was a complete oboe nerd. I started playing in sixth grade and uh, played all the way through high school, and I was I was acting at the same time and um, I kind of thought, you know, well, oboe is, is where it's at. And then I went to college and, you know, you have to buy, you have to make your own reads when you're an oboe player. Mm. And I don't know if you're familiar with the oboe read, but it's a real pain in the butt to make. Okay. They're, uh, they're tiny. They're, they're made of reed and you have to like wrap them around this little cork which uh-huh. then fits into the oboe, and they're for. I think the odds are for every twenty reads that an oboist makes, one of them actually works out. Oh my gosh! And these odds were not. Uh, they were not sufficient for me, Bonnie. So <laughs> I said, "You know what? The hell with the oboe. I'm gonna pick up my tap shoes. Damn yeah. it! Yeah. <laughs> and so then, and so you just went that and 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 had success. Pretty much right away, yes. Oh, yes. I was an overnight sensation (laughs) at uh, 19 years old. It was really fantastic. (laughs) Uh, People are still talking about my Chino in West Side Story at the Lyric Theater in Oklahoma City. I actually played Chino. I I am Danish-Irish, and Mm -hmm. I was cast as the Puerto Rican murderer in West Side Story, which, Mm -hmm. you know, nowadays would never happen. Yeah. But in Oklahoma, I, I was definitely probably the closest thing to uh, Puerto Rican in the musical theater world there. Mm-hmm. And so and so um, so so then you when did you go? You went to New York and did some Broadway, off Broadway and Broadway stuff. So tell us about that journey. Uh, yeah. So I after I, I went to SMU in Dallas uh to study oboe and I really didn't like my teacher and I hated Mm -hmm. making the reads so I quit and Mm -hmm. then I transferred to Cincinnati Conservatory of Music Mm -hmm. um, which was you know it's still I mean it's become like you know one of the top three best musical theater uh, programs in the country at the time it was I think one of the only three musical theater programs Mm -hmm. in the country and um, so I got a great great training there and I um uh, my entire graduating class and I uh, moved to New York. I think there were nine of us mm-hmm. by the end. <laughs> and um, so we all moved to New York city uh, in 1980. And, uh, and so I lived there for 15 years and I did a lot of Broadway and off Broadway shows. And uh, I think my first one was Godspell, uh, 
I, after I got in there like a month, um, I got a cast in Godspell at Equity Library Theater, and Scott Bakula was Jesus. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he was he was a really you know sexy Jesus, Bonnie. Okay. I believe you. I believe you. And I'm I'm just looking yeah, at yeah. your awards. First of all, four Bistro Awards, two Ovation Awards, a Joel Hirschhorn Award for Outstanding Achievement in Musical Theater, Artistic Director's Achievement Award, two New York Nightclub Nightlife Awards. So you did pretty darn well in New York. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, New York and L.A. I got, got a few things, which is good. Um, I tried to stay away from the Tony Awards. So I've been really successful in that. <laughs> um, but I do have all this host of other awards, <laughs> which I'm thrilled about. I will take validation anywhere I can get it. So I'm delighted. <laughs> and and so then you also did some, done some uh, TV, quite, quite a lot, actually. Uh, so tell us a yeah. little bit about that. Yeah, well, um, so I, you know, I was living in New York for about 15 years, and I came out to L.A. to uh, to do a show called Forbidden Hollywood by Gerard Alessandrini, who mm-hmm. created the magnificent Forbidden Broadway. Mm-hmm. And um, so this was the L.A. version of Forbidden Broadway called Forbidden Hollywood, and it was really, really fun. And so the entire cast, we moved out from New York, and we just got so much TV. Uh, it was like a great way to come to L.A. So I I loved it. I was like, wow, you, you can make money and not have to do eight shows a week, and I didn't have to warm up singing mm-hmm. every day. And so I I enjoyed that a lot. So I, I did a lot of uh, stuff on must-see TV. I was on Friends and Caroline in the City and Frasier, and mm-hmm. um, I did a lot of stuff on HBO, Six Feet Under, and, wow. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I haven't done anything in the last five years, so I've been a complete loser in the TV department <laughs> lately, but uh, but it was really good there for a while. So now are, you, uh, now, are you right now, are you based in L.A. or in New York at the moment? I am now based in L.A., okay. although I just got back from New York. I was there for uh, three and a half weeks doing a bunch of jobs. So I basically, I live in L.A., I love L.A., and I go to New York for all my work. So I know something's very wrong with that picture, but um, uh, it's a nice combination. <laughs> so, all right, so let's talk about the show you're going to be doing uh, here at CV Rep. And I'm looking at some quotes here. Jason perfectly captures the mood and atmosphere of the cabaret experience from entertaining novelty uh, songs, which he infuses with his own uh, apt sense of humor to ballads interpreted beautifully. That was the New York Times. So, hey, so tell us about I how you... that was me. I thought that was... I thought that was my quote. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe it is. Okay. Um, so tell us how you how you put together the show that you're going to do at CV Rep. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I, I love coming to Palm Springs. I, I, I performed so many places there, many people's living rooms, but uh, I've, I've gotten to sing at the Purple Room and the Annenberg mm-hmm. and the McCallum and... Uh, I just love any chance I get to come to Palm Springs. And I love the people there. Uh, so this one's kind of a, it's kind of a, a mixture of, of many of the shows I've done with some new stuff thrown in. So it's, you know, I like to, I like to keep it fresh, but, uh, you know, and kind of change things up a little bit. Uh, and also, uh, I don't like to throw away the stuff that works. So I mm-hmm. hold on to what works. So I kind of, you know, uh, 
mesh it up a little bit. But um, so this one, this will be a new version of uh, of the show that I've been doing, and uh, I'm I get to work with Wayne Abravanel. I love Wayne. I've worked with Wayne. He's wonderful. Yes, he's fabulous. Have you worked with him? Yes, I'm a singer, and I sing in town. I've worked with Wayne. Yeah, he's terrific. Absolutely. Oh my God! Isn't he great? Yeah, I love him. So, so do you have a mixture? Yeah. Do you have some like some musical comedy stuff, some like Sinatra jazz or standards, or is it kind of a mix of material like that? Uh, a lot of my stuff's Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a couple of Cy Coleman standards, and uh, you fascinate me. So, mm-hmm. uh, will find its way in there. Um, but I, I like. Uh, I love Broadway, and I, I love uh, uh, got a couple comedy comedy novelty songs that um i just can't not do because i love doing them so much yeah and by the so, way uh, so you know i'm sorry mix it up. so good so uh, you were right that was your quote the new york times quote i have to get this in calls you a frisky clown with a real tenor i love that Oh. That's a that's an interesting See? quote. That's a nice yeah. So well, Jason yeah, like Gray, you're that's very funny. Than I could have come up with. You're a very funny guy. Have you ever done stand up? Just straight like stand up comedy. Well, definitely not straight. But um, <laughs> I have you know people ask me that a lot because I do stand up in my show. I'm terrified to do stand up without the safety net of a song following it. I hear you. Yes. You know what I mean by Yes. Yes. Cuz comedy audience comedy it is audiences comedy audiences can be brutal if they don't think you're funny. Yeah. So. I know. I know. And so I I really I I feel like I I'm a, a stand-up tease because I do that in my my cabaret shows. But then, you know, if it's if you're really tanking, then you know, <laughs> sing a Rogers and Hart song following it. Exactly, and then you're okay. That saves you. Yes. All right. Well, Jason Graw, I'm so excited to have you on the show. It's your show, cabaret show, Graw Matter, CV Rep, uh, Thursday, July 28th, 7 p.m. You can get tickets at cvrep.org. What a lovely uh, chat with you and break a leg. Have a wonderful show. I know it's going to be and thank you so much for being here today really really enjoyed talking to you thank you bonnie thanks for having me i appreciate it absolutely all right have a great day jason and everyone out there we will see you next time on the desert scene